Hello there, listeners. I'm Lisa Kapala, and you are here for Season 2, Episode 6 of BDD. Those of you who are in the know know it's Bridging the Digital Divide. And tonight we're going to talk about banking. (laughs) Dun-dun-dun. We have with us our expert, Amy LaMarche. Amy is from Salem 5 Bank. She's also from the Rotary Club, and she's also part of the BNT. What is the BNT? It's actually BNI. (gasps) BNI. What is BNI? It's uh, Business Networking International, but um, we our chapter is Strategic Partners out of Wilmington. Cool. And it is a group of uh, business owners, and um, we exchange business leads and learn a bunch of interesting stuff about each other. Cool. So similar to the Chamber of Commerce in theory, but broader-based, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Super duper. And you're going to do your own podcast eventually, too, which you'll all listen to, which we're in the works with. It's going to be all about banking and business and networking and all kinds of stuff. So thank you so much, Amy, for taking time out of your incredibly busy life to sit with us. So, Brad, my Sherpa guide, banking, gosh, you know, um, scary topic for me. I don't like banks. Yeah, Sorry. hide your money on your mattress. Sorry, everybody. Well, in a strong box in case of they a fire. <laughs> <laughs> a few years back, I was like, oh, the mattress thing won't work. Yeah. And so now I have like, under my pillow the box in case of fire, I take the money with me. But banking has changed a lot, as we all know. Um, you know, I'll give you a little bit of a reference, folks. As, a, as you know, I'm 54. And in the olden days, you used to go to the bank and deposit money and stand in a line. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Lines. And Saturday mornings, you would be like, oh, no. I can't remember the name of the branch. The Wilmington Bank and the Wilmington Plaza. I don't know what it was called. Anybody remember? Someone will have to write in and tell us. But I remember going there with paper root money and having to wait in line forever. And then I remember my sister working in that bank and having to balance out at the end of the day. And if things weren't right, she had to stay forever. But boy, has banking changed Hmm. for the good or for the bad. I don't know. Both, right? For the good. I you think so, Amy? Good. Really? Yes. Is I... it safe, though? Well, that's that's always a concern because yeah. there are always bad people out there trying to figure out how to make it not safe. <laughs> I know, and they're very busy bees. These yeah. bad yes. guys. Yes. So let's go back to the original ways of banking. The original ways were: you brought money into the bank, you deposited it, you wrote checks, all of that. How Brad is the banking world different now? Uh, there's pr- usually no money, right? It's no physical money. Jeez, that really scares yeah. me. It does it's... because if. I don't know. Someday if, you know, like the crash, everybody runs in and wants to cash all of their money out, right? Then what's going to happen? Well, that's the FDIC, right? So like the entering, when was that? The Great Depression after that? Yes, yes. So it kind of, uh, there was safeguards put in place for that kind of stuff. But like the concept of currency, as you, as listeners should know from our Bitcoin episode, has has changed fundamentally. And so there's, there's a lot more. Uh, everything's quicker, right? With technology, everything is quicker. So, like, I don't remember the last time I've actually physically stepped in a branch. Uh, well, my branch doesn't. My bank doesn't have branches. Right. Because I have Ally Bank, and it's all online only. Ooh la la. Yeah, fancy. I have an actual real <laughs> bank. And we were talking before we started the program a little bit about how I um, am with Santander, and it was originally I don't know ten thousand other banks when I started, and they just kept telling me, "Okay, it's going to change, and here's your new checks." And I never left. Mm. But the Y generation is very different about that. They're not as brand loyal mm-hmm. to one bank. They're willing to go wherever they need to go to get whatever they need. Where my generation, I think my parents too, Joe's Bank, yeah. you know, that's where we went. So is that a good thing or a bad thing? What do you think? 
I think it's a good thing because it creates competition and you can't get, uh, you can't rest in your laurels, right? The, every bank has to figure out what they can offer that will bring customers to them. And so it's good in that sense, but it's also scary because I remember, like, what was it? Bay Bank, Bobby Orr was the, was the, the spokesperson for Bay Bank, which became Bank of Boston, which became Shaman. It was like, set, like you were saying, there was so many buyouts, yeah. right? So. Yeah. Now you have like online banking, like Ally is, is, is enormous, right? So like you don't have to physically be anywhere. And so in that case, it's almost, I would say it's more secure, right? So instead of like one local bank in Wilmington, that's everything. You can have an online bank that can be coast to coast or global. Yeah, but I don't know. What mm-hmm. about those hackers? Sure. Like Amy said, the bad guys are out there. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they could rob your local bank too, this is true. just as easily <laughs> as they could your cyber bank. <laughs> Amy, what do you see in the trenches or how has your banking, personally, your banking experience changed as a consumer too? You know, I've seen, I've been in banking for 18 years now, which is scary because it <laughs> went by really, really quickly. <laughs> And I was a teller first, and I've oh, been no, a teller really? supervisor and a personal banker and a business banker wow. and doing uh, loans. So I've seen every aspect of the banking over the past 18 years. Um, what I found is a, a tremendous evolution in the um, online tools. Right. Um, so I remember when you could first just kind of look at your balances and then <laughs> sure. it sort of evolved to bill pay and yeah. then e-statements and then it wasn't enough. Well, then, and, and of course, transfers from your, your accounts, your savings to checking sure. or checking to checking within um, your own bank. Um, and then we got the mobile and that's only come along maybe the last eight to 10 years, but that meant you could do your banking not just any time, but pretty much anywhere because you had your phone. And then it wasn't enough on your mobile just to see your transactions and pay your bills. Then you had to actually be able to deposit <laughs> items. Mm. So that was an incredible thing with the remote deposit capture and taking a picture of your check. Yeah. Which um, I don't like that. That's crazy. I like you the know, idea, but I don't like I, it. I just don't. Well... <laughs> It works the same way, though, as your physical check, because when you bring a physical check into the bank, basically we scan it and we're using the microencoding on the bottom of the check to do the entire transfer of money from the person right. who creates the check to your bank account. So you're saying it's a time saver. Really, for people, you know, because you can bank in your pajamas. That's what we keep seeing. (laughs) You can bank in your pajamas. Great. I'm so happy about that. But I remember the bank teller slipping me a paper, like, you know, like it was secret code with my balance on it. You know, like she would write it on a slip and like turn it over and slide it to me. There's no more of that. You can see everything. Yes, but you can now. Yeah. Now you just see it right away in your hand. And I'll tell you what, I see the, the downside of that with the the kids and the new generation it's everything's instantaneous yes and um god forbid they should get a check let's say from grandma deposit it they assume when they deposit the check from grandma the money's there right like that instantaneously and they go try to spend it and overdraw so it's interesting with this sort of instant gratification yes attitude and banking being at your fingertips they're not educated on so, the fact that there's a delay. So some of it is instant. 
But yeah. some of it's still going to take a little bit of time. How many people, Amy, do you think are still writing checks? I'm doing it. Sorry, but I am. I would say anybody sort of. I guess so I, sort of, anyone sort of, over a hundred, Amy's making me feel of bad. Sixty plus, maybe. <laughs> oh my God, but, really? But fewer and fewer. I mean, the majority of my customers are using the online. But I like it. First of all, I know they don't teach teach cursive anymore, but I enjoy writing in cursive on my checks. And then I just <laughs> like the feeling of doing it. I don't even like make sure the checks come home and the you know in the envelope anymore like I used to do. I would check all my checks against my statement. But I really like the physical process of doing it. I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm just not one of these people who likes to press a button and it's done. I hope that you don't stand in line at the supermarket <laughs> and write a check. Uh. No, I don't do that at the supermarket. I don't. It's usually cash only. And uh. I do, I, and I'm, a, I'm also not a paper trail person, too. I don't like a paper trail. But I do like the comfort of the physical contact with banks. You know, also, too, don't you think, Amy, banks have now had to be under a broader umbrella than they were before? You know, you used to have saving, checking, and then some year in the 80s or so, they added CDs, right? But now you guys have to do everything. How do you feel about that? Well, I mean, you have to be investment bankers, you have to advise on stocks, CDs, you have to know all the interest. And the consumer is so informed or maybe misinformed. How do you deal with that? You know, I I think it makes our jobs much more interesting because when we sit down with a customer, we're trying to see the big picture. We want to know what's going on in your life, in your home. Do you need home improvements? Do you have a high mortgage rate? Um, are you putting money in your savings? Is your savings rate good? Um, you know, do you have overdraft protection? Are you managing your cash flow? Oh, and my gosh. Then, you know, did you did you change jobs and leave a 401k behind? Wow, thank God Amy's going to do a podcast about <laughs> all this. That's like nine shows right there. <laughs> now my head is hurting. Okay, I get it. But so, but are people really coming into the banks now to sit down and talk to somebody? Or are they doing all the research first and then they're coming in to kind of quiz you to see if you're going to handle their money properly? That's a yeah, good see, question. Not because fun. with technology, you've got so much out there. Um and so I think some of the face-to-face is lost. Mm. Um, and I, it's the sort of thing where people do do their research online and they look at strictly numbers. Um, and sometimes that works out for them. But I think 9 out of 10 people who actually do come into the bank and they have the face-to-face and they're able to ask questions. I think they're enlightened by the fact that, wow. There's still people in here. There are still people and these people can actually help me. Like, they listen to me, they can advise me, and, you know, maybe the interest rate is 0.02 higher here, but if I bank here, I'm also going to get this other information and support. See, I like the olden days where you just went to the bank and there were your people. So now it's sort of like car shopping, which I'm going through now, and you sort of have to figure out if you like the person you're buying from. So how much of banking is based on the personality factor. Hey, I kind of like and trust this person. Mm-hmm. Now, you're online, Brad, so you yeah. just got the no terminal, faces. so, there's you no know, faces. there's no people there. <laughs> no if something goes wrong, it's, it's about the server for yeah. you. But, you know, Amy, uh, you know, do That's you true. see that you sometimes feel like you got to turn it on or you're going to connect with certain people and you may not with others? I mean, life is kind of that way. Yes, but I, I think the, the key is just listening and and, you know, getting back to technology um 
you know, we have a lot of customers who are intimidated by the technology and, you know, they might come in and they say, oh, my balances are off and they bring in paper statements and their check register and whatever. And we'll sit and go through that and help get them straightened out. But we'll also sit with them and log them into online banking and give them a tour. And so when you do that and when you probably shouldn't, but I'll actually let them sit at my keyboard and, and sort of no, that's, feel that's how great it customer works. Service. That's, that's exactly yeah. what I do yeah. at Tech Hub with the libraries. It's, it's sinks in so much more firmly if they're physically doing it. You could tell them, click here, type this, but if they're sitting there and doing it, you're doing them a favor by doing that because they have to do it themselves. Right. And muscle memory will kick in when they get home. And (laughs) that creates a comfort level, too. And now you become their guru, their go-to, their shining star, which Brad is for me, right? (laughs) So how much of a learning curve, Amy, has it been for you, who's been in the trenches since what year did you start working in banking? You said a long time, right? Oh, gosh. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Like 2000? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So are you constantly, yeah, you have to learn the technology before you can teach it, right? Yes, but it's so so cool. Yeah. Do you sometimes (laughs) feel like, though, my gosh, I just learned this and now there's something else? Because I have that a lot. Do you feel that way? Uh, yes, yes, but but not in a bad way. Um, You're so positive. Because, no, because... <laughs> you well, are, you are. <laughs> anybody who's worked at any company realizes change is constant, Yes, but right? I don't like that. There's a new initiative. <laughs> there's a new technology. There's a new boss, right? Uh, right? Those bosses. Ugh. And some of them are awful, some of them are good. But yes. with the technologies, okay, so they just um, brought on the... The mobile wallet, actually, we've had that for a while. <sighs> the um, yeah, the yeah, card yeah. valet just came on. What's the card valet? What's and that? And this is so cool because it lets you control your debit card. Like if it gets lost, you can turn it off. Oh, yes. Ooh. Rather than yes, calling yes. the bank. Yes, I've oh. seen commercials where they do that. It's kind of funny video-wise. They do it in real time where the person actually put pushes the button on the commercial, stopping all the real-time transactions. Uh-huh. And you kind of see it in a video way of, oh, yeah, the restaurant, the where it is and all of that. How much are you going to use that, though? Man, I don't uh, lose my stuff. I'm pretty good with that. Well, you're, you're, you're not a technology really. woman. <laughs> That's, but let's well, say, well um, I don't know about that. But, yeah, I hear what you're saying. Let's say your kid, you have a um, joint checking, oh, student right, checking, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we... We urge our parents to have their kids, while they're in high school, come open the student checking account mm. so they can understand that money isn't just there. You need to put <laughs> it in in order to take it out. And the card isn't magic with this, you know, you put yeah. it in and just you know, money that's appears. A, that's an excellent yeah. point you're making me because I don't think about it from a youth perspective yeah. a lot. And, yeah, what are we teaching our kids? You know, um, they don't really use cash. I mean, I do all the time because I like that. But not a lot of people do. And it's, you know, debit cards card or swipe this or do that. So yeah, you're right. They, they must just wonder. It miraculously just appears, it's right? <laughs> it's kind of not though. It's called mom and dad. You're right. But so, okay, so how many kids are coming in the bank at a young age to open accounts and learn about saving? Uh, not enough, I would say. Um, oftentimes they come out of a sense of urgency when they're heading off to college right. and the parent says, oh, You've got to have a way to spend. Um, But some of them do when they get a job and their employer says, well, we can do direct deposit. And I would imagine the kid goes home and says, mom, what's direct deposit? (laughs) And then mom or dad brings the child, the kid in and then we, we open the account. But we're very thorough with the kids because, you know, having had three teenagers myself, I know what a responsibility it is for a 
a kid to open a bank account. Right, right, right. And they need to know, you know, this is a, this is a real thing. Yes. You know, and, and that is a super good point that you make there because I didn't think about that. My sister lives with me and she has two young kids and they have just opened bank accounts and they have to save 25 a month and the bank will match it in some small, tiny way because you know how great banks are that way. <laughs> but they're loving the process and they're actually learning something. And I think you're right. They do kind of think that things just magically appear because moms and dads buy stuff and it just sort of magically appears. So that's not a good thing that they think that. So we should teach yes. them. Yeah, we should be getting right on that. And the best way to teach them is while they're under your roof. Right. You know, get them an account maybe at 15 and a debit card. And this is where getting back to your question about how often or how useful would this card valet be. Yes. So you as a parent, you're a joint holder on your student, the student checking account. You can put limits on the card. You know, oh, Joey like can that. only spend $25 at the mall. You know, it, it so have some sort and of And then mom knows where Joey spent that money, too. Yeah. If Joey's out at the local bar, <laughs> mommy will know that while he's a college student, right? So that's kind of good, too. It's kind of like the car thing where you can put that thing in the car and you can see when your kids are driving too fast and when they're doing things they shouldn't. I don't know. Some of that control, I think, is scary. But the money no. piece, I like. Yeah. I like that. Brad, what about you? How? When did you decide to go to Ally? Or did you do that from the beginning? Because you're quite a bit younger than me. So did you just go with internet banking from the get-go? So uh, I can't take any credit. It was my wife. So she takes care of the finances. Nice. I like <laughs> so that. So we, we, um, we had Leader Bank for a while. It's in, I live in Arlington, so it was down there. And I think it was the interest rates or something. I can't remember what it was, but I'm sure fortunately physical interest rates, physical banks' interest rates are much lower because they have the overhead, right? So they can't afford to. I don't know. I think i got to talk to your wife about <laughs> Salem 5. Well, good. We're going to do that off the air. <laughs> sure. What's, your, you, what's yeah. your name? Did it did it ever bother you that you were doing all your stuff online? No, because you're technology. No, guy. I mean, so I've been through. So I had my I had my first account at eleven. I had a paper route, and then I had one of those passport bo- the passport. Oh books yeah, and I remember those. So I remember. And they would it. stamp yeah. it on there, and you know, sometimes the girl would or man would yeah. stamp it crookedly. And oh, I remember thinking, right. oh, I want yeah. that straight on. And it would make that awesome noise. <laughs> yes. You know, if kids of today, if you're listening to this podcast, it made this really great sound, almost like a stapler. Yeah. And you knew it was like punched in and you couldn't wait to look at that. We don't have the physical gratification of yeah. that. That's kind of a bummer. I mean, you can look it up on your phone, I suppose. You can use yes. some app. But that's yes. not the same. <laughs> See, we need to go back to the olden <laughs> oh, days. So we sad. really do. What about um, what the future of banking is going to hold? I mean, eventually you think we'll do retinal scans and we'll be able to check our balances? It's well, coming. Yes, some places you use your fingerprint to do things. Oh, and the other the other cool thing I wanted to yes, mention please do, is please um, do. you probably heard ads on TV about this Zelle. No, um, tell us all about it. So now you can do bank-to-bank transfers through your online banking um, at most banks, right? But okay. it usually usually there's a delay. It takes a few days, not instantaneously. If you want an instant wire transfer and you got to pay for a wire transfer and so on. But Zelle has been created by banks and it it's kind of like a Venmo. Except and if you've ever okay, used what's Venmo, that? Okay, so so you go out to dinner with uh, three friends. Yeah. One one pays the whole bill oh, with their right, credit right, card, right, right. and then you, then Ven- you Venmo it? them your share. <laughs> but as I understand it, so I. I Venmo too, but and then you got to get them to pay it. But that's another story well, no, for another day. When you Venmo them, it comes you're right out of their your thing. share, and oh, they accept it. Okay, and then they get it in their Venmo account. But uh-huh. the, the missing link is the bank piece. Mm-hmm. So Zelle 
again, was built by banks with the bank security added. And so it would mean that, let's say, Brad and I go out to dinner and he pays and I'm paying him back the 25 bucks for my meal. If we do it through Zelle, my cash goes right from my account to his account at his bank instantaneously. Hmm. So it's a bank-to-bank transfer in a secure bank mm. um it's mm-hmm. secure, right? Till it's not, though. <laughs> you know, like, I'm always going to say that. If you guys have been listening all this time, mm. you know how I am about this kind of stuff. I don't know that if we can, we should. Well, yeah, you know worry what the, about that kind of stuff. The protection is checking. You always have to, you know, say check, mm. check your statements, check your bank statements, check, check your credit card statements. Just be on it, on the ball, you know, watching the transactions, and that way you can detect fraud immediately. Yes, but in the olden days, (laughs) as we go back in time here (laughs) in our time machine, you would just bring in your money and you'd be done with it. You wouldn't have to do any extra steps, but you'd have to wait in a line. Now we don't have to do that. And you can't do it in your pajamas. I don't know. What about a bank crashing? What are we going to do when that happens? Because it might. What do you mean crash? Like the site? I mean like in general, you know, the big crash. What are we going to do? If we're all doing this online stuff and something happens, you know, because the next show we're going to do is about the 5G coming Mm. up, friends. The 5G, it's the newest thing. We now have four, most of us. Five is the new thing. And I'm thinking, you know, we keep going to the new new stuff. And, um, you know, my boss and I were talking about how that's going to happen and how we're all racing like the space race. China wants to get there first before us, Russia too, right? I'm thinking, let them do it first so when it screws up, we can watch (laughs) from their mistakes. And this is what I worry about, about all this online Ethernet, not real paper, transferring hands. How do you guys feel about that? Does it scare you, Amy? So I would say, like, so the one thing with technology is, yeah, you, you don't have anything physical, and yes, it could crash. But usually, if there's there's like backups, right, of all the data, so it's not like you're ever going to like no not know how much money you have in your account. Um, and that's one thing that I think is going to happen in the future is like no physical money. I know. I mean, I even don't like cards that. are going to go. Although away money with those is kind very, of wallets, right? Money's very dirty, yeah. truthfully, and no, really, the physical yeah. paper. Right. And when you think about. God knows where it could have been, and we're all just accepting it and passing it on, you know. So I suppose somebody's probably done a study about disease that can happen (laughs) from that. I get that. But I'm just concerned that someday all of this could go down, my friends. And then what do we do? You're going to all run off to the bank with your virtual stuff and try to get this virtual non-existent cash? It's scary to me. I guess we hope that the... um the cloud contains oh, all the, the information, right? <laughs> of course, yes. <laughs> the cloud, which is off in a cloud. So what about safekeeping for stuff? Amy, do banks still have safe deposit boxes? Yes, yes, they do. So, you know, people your use passport, them. Your, uh, your deed for your house, your, um, what else? A bar- birth certificate. Jewelry. Extra cash in case you get arrested and want to go to well, Switzerland. You're not to put I watch a lot cash of movies. In it. Yeah, but no. you guys, really? but can't you guys not be in there when the no. person puts the stuff so we in? Don't, we're not supposed to. Yeah, we, yeah. We don't know. So you what don't you know what I put in, in, it, in there. Don't put cash. I in. won't. I promise. You. <laughs> PSA well, right seen, here. No you know, cash. I've seen a lot of movies. Okay, and this yeah. is where I know it from because I do not have a safe deposit box, guys. I do not. But I've seen that they usually mm-hmm. have two keys, right? And the bank people go in, and then they leave the people nicely Very alone official. by themselves yeah. to do their own thing. It almost looks like a clean room the way they show it. You know, like it's yeah. very safe and quiet on it. But yeah. you're not supposed to know what's in there. As the bank well, it's, people? it's private. It's really Interesting. Private. So you take it on faith. that Do you give them a list of things that they're not supposed to put in there? 
No, no. Well, you guys should make no, one of those. Just kidding. I'm not kidding. <laughs> no food. Because you no know, like, what if people put? <laughs> no I mean, people could put drugs in there. Maybe yeah. they could put money in case something goes wrong. Because I'm talking about the movie Casino now. Where yeah. he goes so what movies are you watching? Yeah, Lisa? <laughs> and all of uh, he he goes and he, he gives his wife the only key, and then she rats him out in the end, which of course is the movie world. But I think about that's the only experience with safe deposit boxes I've had. But are people still using them? Yes. Yes, what are they putting absolutely. in them? Because now there's she no money. Well, I guess yeah, you don't know. But secret. now there's no money to put in there because we're all doing this internet woo-woo stuff, right? <laughs> so I don't know what you would put in there. Plus, I have my strong box under my bed in case of a fire. So why would I need a safe deposit box? All right. Well, then, then I don't know. If, you, if you have to ask, then you clearly don't need That's one. right. That's right. <laughs> but there is a fee for that, right? It's like basically yeah. like a storage unit. Yeah, it's like $60 a year or something. Oh, it's, it's super it's, cheap. It's fairly, fairly if affordable and again i i keep my passport in there oh, yeah. Yeah. you don't keep it at home no i I'm well you're at the bank anyway that. so you just yeah. unlock it and you're all set well i still have to do dual control what's dual she's control? a customer at that time right yeah, yeah. I'm a customer, oh right so you have so, to have someone yeah, else so unlock your door else unlock my, my safe interesting interesting yet, yet. What do we think is going to happen in the future with banking? I think as we see more and more things conglomerate i'm worried that it's going to become the bank Right, because everything's owned by everybody. Nestle owns all the food. Let's face it, they do, right? <laughs> so it's going to become the bank, the grocery store. Are we good with that? You know, the little mom and pop guys, the little tiny banks, they're all getting bought up. Mm-hmm. And even though the name says it's Joe's Bank, it's really not Joe's Bank. It's one bank. That's kind of scary. Room for some some smaller. Really? Ones. Well, I, let's help them because I'm worried about that. Because the big guys have so much of an advantage. They can buy the advertising dollars. They can set up chains. They can afford all those high rents that Brad was talking about to have all those lines where people don't wait in anymore mm-hmm. because it's instant gratification. And now they're even making fun banks where you can have like a snack and hang out. Yeah. 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 yeah, We do. Well, nice. we, we actually have dog treats too. I've been doing <laughs> oh this, my God. this series on <laughs> oh, my man. LinkedIn with dogs that come in. That's awesome. Awesome dogs. Oh, I'm a dog yeah. owner, so it's good to hear awesome. that dogs are welcome. That's you know, nice. whatever it takes. But you yeah. see what I mean about competition and people trying to get that edge on, you know, your bank is providing dog treats because you know people mm-hmm. are animal lovers. So I'm concerned about how this is all going to wash down into a funnel. But you don't think that's an issue? Well, I, I think, again, at Salem 5, we believe there's a true value in the personal experience in yeah. the, the customer Even service. though the people aren't talking to you are coming in, <laughs> well, they're we, all doing it online. We get them in. And <laughs> the 90-year-olds like me who still write checks. A lot of word mouth. <laughs> and some of the younger ones, like if yeah. their parents bring them in young and you let them know that it's, it's not only okay to call the banker but we're friendly and um and in fact if you ever have a problem with your account please call the banker right away don't just Mm -hmm. go online if we can get them in that mode Hmm. they're kind of like in the library Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if they know it's comfortable and fun. Right. Well, I can get them in that mode because that's what I would do. <laughs> I would not go online. I would yes. immediately come down and be like, Amy, what is wrong here? Did I not carry the one? It, I like that personal connection. And she will take you into her seat and yes. log you into yes. your account. Yes. 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 I will, yes. Lisa. I'll, I'll show you. I'll show you the mobile. I'll, I'll make it comfortable. I mean, you know, I, I do drive around, so I'm not petrified of life. But I do have this <laughs> sense. Uh, I like 
the old fashioned stuff. I don't yeah. like the changes. I see some good, but I think some of it is dangerous. What do you think, Brad? I think there's a there is a um, a reaction to all those mergers and whatnot. And so I think that the Salem Five is on to something there. It's like local, you know, like organic and super local uh, uh, produce. And so there, I think a lot of people are of your mind where they think that. They don't want one thing. Right. They want local instead of like one huge company yes. uh, controlling everything. Right. And plus, I do wonder, is like, are, are banks bound by t- antitrust laws? Can you never get to one bank because it would be a trust? I don't know, I Amy. Would, I would believe yeah, so. Yeah, I, I don't know. If you couldn't no. have a monopoly, that right. would no, be No, they'll just rewrite the laws, don't nah. worry. <laughs> or they'll just call it bank two. You know, they'll get around it. Yeah, but it is a little bit frightening to me, and especially with the dark web, too, and bitcoins. Mm. Yes. Are you doing any Bitcoin work at no, the bank? No, no. But I've, I've been reading about Scary. it. And they're talking about in, incorporating it into the financial yes. system. Mm-hmm. So yes. That's the, the blockchain part of it. So you yes. can track transaction in seconds. Well, and lucky for you, we yeah. did a podcast yes. on that, Amy. Yes, so yes I'm going to go back. When you leave tonight, <laughs> you can go back and listen to it and get some I information will. about that. It's, yeah, I mean, I see Bitcoin yeah. moving up more and more, Brad. Even we talked about it, I think, yeah. less than a year ago. And it's becoming more and more user-friendly. More people are doing it. Not as an investment, I think. Yeah, the because, value um, The value, yeah. yeah. But the concept people are embracing mm-hmm. more and more. There's a trust level, too, with banks. And, you know, again, folks my age, right? <laughs> um, you know, we're all afraid of, oh, what might happen if the bank goes wrong or whatever. The FDIC, yeah, but how much can we trust the government? And there's only so much money they're going to give back, yeah, right? So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Brad. Should we do the food for thought now? Sure. Are you ready? All yeah, right, hang on. We'll get that music. And now it's time for your technology tidbit, food for thought. So this was kind of appropriate. I wasn't sure how you would take all the online banking things. So I wasn't sure about this one. But we did talk a lot about online banking. So na- the na- there's actually a National Online Banking Day. It is the second Monday in October. And it was created when Ally, I don't, I'm, not, I don't, I'm not advertising for them, I swear. <laughs> it's just coincidence. Uh, in, 20, in 2015, when they uh, had their one millionth customer, they created National Online Banking Day. So... Wow. Go to Salem 5 and check out their online banking. I think it should have been done on April 1st. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I think that is that your birthday? It actually is. <laughs> oh, can you believe it? Yeah. No but that it's would have been perfect because it's a fake thing, you know. <laughs> Amy, anything final you'd like to tell folks? I know you've got a podcast coming up. Tell us a little bit about the organizations you belong to. I know you're with the Rotary and that other organization that I mispronounced the name of earlier. Tell me about <laughs> you that, could too. You read your writing. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> it happens. Well, I will tell you a little bit about um, Wilmington Rotary, which right. is... Um, awesome organization. I'm the president this year. And um, just today, we had the new superintendent of schools, Dr. Glenn Brand. Yes. Uh, he came and, and spoke to the group and he was nice. terrific. He's so personable and um, friendly and seems to really have a sincere interest in the kids and students. And he was talking about the strategic plan they're trying to put in place nice. and so mm-hmm. on. So um, that that's wonderful. And I wouldn't have gotten to see him if I wasn't involved with Rotary now. So so that's terrific. Now, BNI is, BNI, is a, right. it's a business uh, networking group, and our particular chapter is called um, Strategic Partners. And the organization, different from the chamber, you have one person in every profession. So I'm the business oh, banker. Um, and then we have a real estate attorney. We have a, a, an estate and will attorney. We have the plumber that you met, right. um, electrician, a painter, uh, somebody who owns the uh, company for assisted living. Um, 
We have all manner of things, somebody who does insurance. And so we meet every Wednesday morning at 7 a.m. And um, we share a little bit about what's going on in our business and maybe an example of a customer that that we've helped recently. And um, every week somebody does a 10-minute presentation really going into detail about their particular business and what they're doing. And we exchange leads and really it's a resource to our customers nice because it enables us to you know i can get my customer a great painter if they're doing a home improvement project or if they you know don't have a a will or you know any trust in place i refer them to the attorney who can really help them out so it's a very valuable so it's a hybrid networking group uh, yes, I suppose yes. you could call that. Yeah. Well, I just did. So. <laughs> okay, well, then right. you did it. <laughs> and so Amy's going to be doing a podcast with her friends doing that soon. And we thank you so much for coming by to visit with us. I think it was fun. We learned a lot. Jeez. Anything else you want to tell folks, Brad, before we scoot? I know we've got some good things coming up. You want to tell anybody about what we're doing next? So we are, we are working on 5G, I think. Yes, uh, I 5G. guess we're not working. I'm going to be researching. Not happy about that. <laughs> not happy. Not It'll happy. be interesting to see what comes up. I'm excited about researching that one. And then we are hoping to do a, a live show. Yes, yes. we're going to take BDD on the oh, road. Yeah. Cannot wait. It's going to cool. be fun. We're so trying to do something with the Senior Center. Yeah, and we'll we, see. Yeah, we want to involve kids, and we want to mm-hmm. talk about kids uh, in technology and seniors in technology. And we want to see, uh, you know, the gap, the divide, mm-hmm. as we've talked about, between those generations and how maybe we can help meet that. So that'll be coming ah. up. We've got uh, episode seven. We'll be on... Uh, what the G five G five G I feel like it's a car, <laughs> right? And then um, we'll be taking it on the road. Yeah. So once again, we thank you guys so much for listening with us. I thank the library for lending Brad to me, as always. He's so helpful. And Amy, thanks for hanging out with us. And we'll be listening for your podcast very soon. Great, thank All you. All right, thank cool, you everybody. Both. We'll You're see welcome. you next thanks time on bridging the digital divide.